Welcome to Inspired Ideas, a podcast about branding for creative entrepreneurs. I'm Carla Colahan, a creative director and brand designer dedicated to sharing strategic brand advice that helps you grow as a person alongside your business. Part brand coaching, part brand strategy, and part dreamy brainstorming. This podcast is all about giving you the inspiration to run your business in a way that feels as good as it looks. So join me for solo deep dives and collaborative conversations that will give you energy and excitement to tackle your own inspired ideas. Thanks for being here. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Inspired Ideas. I'm your host, Carla. And today's episode is a little bit of a riff. Um, Usually I script my episodes out a little bit more but I ran out of time this week, so I am going off the cuff a little bit and hoping that I don't sound like an idiot. So I'm here this week with an episode about giving you permission to be a terrible designer. And here's why. It's not your job to be a great designer, right? Like I've made it my job, but it's not your job unless you want it to be, in which case go forth and listen to something else. If you find yourself a creative entrepreneur doing a lot of content creation and working on your website and all these different things that require good design, you're going to have to do some design. So I'm not telling you to quit designing things, but I am giving you permission to be bad at it because it's not your job to be good at it, right? And I say this with so much love because I spent so much time as I was kind of honing my design practice, but actually, you know, trying to be a musician, I spent so much time worrying about how things looked instead of, you know, like focusing on making progress on the things that really matter. And um, we just, you know, finished up a series last week talking about kind of the four steps to building out your brand um, through executing a solid brand strategy, um, a high quality brand, uh, brand personality, a great brand experience, and then how you're going to, you know, plan everything and keep it all moving. And the thing is, is that design, the actual design of assets, of logos, of um, layouts, any of that stuff is just such a very, very small part. But it's often where people get stuck. It's often the most time-sucking thing that you can do in your business because you are so concerned about how it looks, because you have this creative bent and you think you should be able to make good designs off the top of your head, right? Just because you're creative doesn't mean you have to be creative at everything, doesn't mean you have to be good at every single creative thing under the sun. And more so in your business, trying to be a wonderful designer When that's not what you're after, like say you're a writer, right? You're going to have to design stuff, yeah. But if you waste your time worrying about how things look and less time focused on honing your message and getting it out there, the good design is not going to be your downfall, right? It's going to be the not getting your stuff out there. So why am I saying all of this? Because I am a designer and I believe in good design. And I think you should believe in good design too. And chances are, if you're here, you do believe in good design. But I just like, I did some market research on Instagram the other day and and the results were fascinating. And like, 
I'm really into this whole, you know, ask your people what they want and need, even though I recognize that that's nothing new. I'm just kind of slow. But anyway, I had 70 people view and 13 people respond to these three sort of different questions. So my first question was, if you don't have a professionally designed brand, answer this one. So the question was, you know, I haven't outsourced my branding yet because either I can DIY it well enough, I'm not ready to invest, I like staying in control, or I'm just trying to keep my head above water. The 50% said I'm not ready to invest. Totally fair. Totally get that. 17% said they can DIY it well enough. Also fair. And the other 33% said they were just trying to keep their head above water. So I, I get that. I get that. My second question was, you know, if you have a professionally designed brand, where do you struggle with using the brand that you have? Um, 10% said implementation of the assets, which I'm assuming means, you know, adding them to your website, um, making good use of colors and fonts, that kind of thing. Uh, 40% said layouts and content design is where they get stuck. 10% said they get bored with it, get bored with their branding. And 40% said they're not struggling at all and they're loving their brand. And (laughs) all of those people were tiny brand clients. So that's good to know. Um, Interesting stuff. And my third question was for everybody. And it was, you know, in between where you are now with your brand and where you want to go, what's the most likely thing to trip you up along the way? 23% said deciding on and moving towards my vision. So it's a good almost quarter quarter of, you know, these respondees deciding on and moving towards my vision. 15% said creating a stellar client experience. 8% said always and forever getting technology to work for me. And then 54% said planning well and knowing what to work on regularly. Out of all of these things, I'm taking the the top answers and kind of like drilling into them a little bit. And this the first question, you know, of like um, if you don't have a professionally designed brand, um, you haven't outsourced it yet because half of them said, you know, I'm not ready to invest yet. And as I was thinking about this, I was like, well, when will you be ready to invest? And, and not that branding needs to be a giant investment. It is. I mean, you are spending money on this thing that is the face of your business. So in that sense, it is definitely an investment. Um, but are, is it like, you know, if you're just trying to keep your head above water, is it when things will calm down? Because things will never calm down. Things probably won't calm down in the way that you want them to for a long time. Right. If we're building businesses, it's just kind of the nature of the beast that it is. It's a lot. Right. And this is not you know, I don't want this to feel like a conversation where I am manipulating you into investing now because you need to, you know, work with me or whatever. But I am thinking if you're not ready to invest or you're just trying to keep your head above water, what it is, what, what are you spending your time and your money on that is helping further your brand? You know? Like, what are you investing your time and money in that is actually furthering your brand in a way that's leading you towards the success that you want? And again, I have no idea what those things are for you. And you don't need to justify them to anybody. But I do want you to consider branding from a holistic perspective, right? We just, again, spent four weeks talking about building up a brand from step one through executing it on a daily basis. And while visuals are just 
one tiny part of that, like I said earlier, they can trip you up along the way. They're a great time suck. You can go down so many Canva rabbit holes, you know, and if you're not ready to invest, but you're doing Canva rabbit holes for your branding, what are you prioritizing? Right. You're prioritizing maybe your own pride or your ego or the fact that you think you should be able to do it over asking for help, over spending the money that you need to to get what you need, over, you know, um, having a collaborative partner who can help you see the things that you can't. Just a thought. Okay. Then for this second question of if you already have a well-designed brand, you know, where do you struggle? And the people who said 40 percent struggle with layouts and content design. That's almost half of people who have a nicely designed brand. That's a big deal. And it's a big deal to me, and here's why. When I set people up with tiny brands, I'm giving you everything that you need in order to create stuff, right? The trick is, now that you have all of this stuff, what are you supposed to do with it, right? And this is kind of important to me as I'm thinking about kind of the next phase of the tiny brand experience that maybe more implementation on the other side of the tiny brand experience would be more valuable because it sounds like you guys are struggling with coming up with layouts and designing all your content. But I will say this, you have a package of things, even if I didn't design your brand, you have a package of fonts, colors, and design elements in some capacity that you can apply to anything, okay? So I want you to get over this fear of using templates, right? And quit reinventing the wheel. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You need to find templates that you like, you apply your brand assets to them, you move on with your life, okay? So this goes back to how I started this episode with like permission to be a crappy designer. And honestly, it's permission to design smarter, right? Like use templates to help you. Use a template as I do this all the time. Use a template as a starting point. Add your brand assets to it. Move some stuff around so it feels more like you. Move on with your life. Okay. We don't need to waste hours creating templates for social media that may or may not be seen by 80% of our followers. We're just not, we don't need to waste time doing that. You have more important things to be doing. Okay. So quit reinventing the wheel and use templates. Off my soapbox on that one. The third question about, you know, kind of like where, where do you think you're going to get tripped up along the way as you, you know, where you want to go, moving towards where you want to go? Half of people said planning well and knowing what to work on regularly. Okay. So I have your solution here. Every season in the fall, I put out something called the Creatives Almanac. And it is a um, kind of an annual review strategic planning tool for creative people to review their past year to dream up this vision for themselves and to chunk all of that down into bite-sized pieces in seasonal planning so that you know what to be working on every month of your year. And when it comes to branding from a branding perspective, we cannot plan well and know what to work on if we don't know what it is that we're doing, who we're doing it for, why we're doing it and what's important to us and to our people about what it is that we do. So the planning well kind of piece comes back to brand strategy, step one in building out your brand, right? We need to be able to do that. We need to understand the kind of client experience we wanna have. We need to understand the tools and the setup and everything 
before we can get to actually executing any kind of plan, right? So the Creative's Almanac kind of walks you through almost all of those things. It focuses on your business inventory, what I call kind of your pantry of things, including your offerings, your tech stack, um, your team, uh, a statement of intention, or kind of like your mission statement or vision statement, if you have one, putting that all in one place so that as you plan, you are referencing those things and, and not making a plan for something that isn't actually in line with what you want to be doing or where you want to be taking everything. And keeping in mind like your current capacity, what you're able to do in this particular season, family obligations, life stuff, all those kinds of things. So there's a lot that goes into planning well and knowing what to work on regularly. And it starts with having a strong brand foundation. So if you haven't already, go back and listen to the last four weeks of episodes on building out you know, your tiny brand through the plan, the experience, the setup, and the practice so that you can feel strong going into any kind of strategic planning session. And, you know, whether you call it strategic planning or like goal setting or vision casting or, you know, whatever it might be, you need to have the structure, the foundations in place so that when you plan, you know what it is that you're going to be working on on a regular basis. And I have the tool to help you. It's the Creative's Almanac. There is... Um, a digital version available inside the Think Tank library. So if you go to theinspiredfounder.com, scroll down till you find the little newsletter sign up thing with the library and you can get the password for the library and go in there and find the almanac and get to work on it. Um, I'll be revamping it for 2024. So releasing sometime in October and November. But um, it's available to you now if you want to get started. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. That was a lot of things. But basically, what it boils down to is that you don't have to be a good designer, right? You can invest and um, work with a designer. It doesn't have to be me. Work with someone who understands you, who gets you, who sees your vision and is just excited about it as you are to help you reflect it, the magic of what it is that you do so that you can get back to other things that aren't going to suck up your time, like choosing a font, right? Permission to be a terrible designer and quit reinventing the wheel and use layouts that have already been designed. Canva has so many of them. Switch out your colors and your fonts, move some stuff around, call it a day, right? And then permission to be a terrible designer and don't even think about design, but really focus on your brand <laughs> and figure out your brand strategy, your client experience, your visuals, all those kinds of things so that when you go to plan, your next season or whatever it might be because we're coming up on the holidays. Now's a great time to be thinking about these things. And yeah. Okay. I think I did it. And I hope I did it successful successfully without too much of um, a script here. So <laughs> thanks for being here and riding this wave with me. I will catch you next week for yet another episode of Inspired Ideas. Cheers to you. Have yourself a fantastic week. Hey, thanks for listening. Inspired Ideas is brought to you by my creative studio, The Inspired Foundry, the place to brainstorm, build, and brand your inspired ideas. Find out more about how we can collaborate at theinspiredfoundry.com.